What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Shut Up, Keep Going. Ooh, that sounded so like. I'm like well, we could use our name as a self-help. <laughs> like if we wanted to make a quick self-help foray, we could. I think about that too often of how like, I wonder if people get confused and they're like, shut up, keep, keep going. going. And that it's just like, shut up, keep going. Like let those negative fears out of your brain. I mean, I support that 100%. Same though. So Same. I'm Sid, by the way. I'm Kate. Thanks for being here. We um, don't do that. We explore our internet curiosities. Oh yeah, I forgot. I did one day of me not doing it and I forget the whole thing. Um, what? Oh, have you watched Physical on Apple TV Plus? No. What is it? It's with Rose Byrne. It like really kind of messed with my brain, to be honest. Why? She. So the whole thing is it takes place in like the 80s and she is like, used to be part of the revolution or whatever and then she got married and settled down like you know in the 70s how like she like went to protests and stuff and i don't know strongly opposed the vietnam war sure okay and um the whole conceit is that then she had a kid and got married to the guy to this guy who was also part of it and now the guy's like getting to continue his life but she feels very lost and like Oh no. And she also has an eating disorder and it like talks to herself in a, vague, a very rude, mean manner. Like she's very self-critical. And I found that actually, no, I hate the word triggering because I think it's so like misused now, but like I did find it actually like very triggering because I feel oh. like I've gone to a lot of therapy to like talk nicer to myself and it's something I'm still working on. And I realized that after I watched that, I was like really off for like a really? few days. Like I'm the, the, I really like Rose Byrne and that was why I watched it and I like saw all these billboards and stuff and like it's aerobics or whatever oh that's the thing she like finds herself through aerobics and I was mm-hmm. like oh this is interesting and like I started watching it and I didn't even realize what was happening and then as soon as I stopped watching I was like damn why am I being so mean to myself and then I was like the show so I don't know that's all I have to say about that would you recommend or no I mean like it's fine if you want like to turn something on in the background while you're like doing things yeah and you don't want to just turn on like the office or something like it's like okay it's like fine it's not telling any like spectacular story i think i'm like halfway through not all the episodes have come out but it's gonna be 10 episodes and i think i stopped on like five okay and then i was just like yeah like it's fine the guy that directed rogers in the real world directed the pilot oh interesting i know it's from the i Tanya lady oh i think that was another selling point because i really liked itania me too it was and i don't know if it's based on a true story but i was like oh i liked her depiction of like a controversial woman yeah and this character isn't like like she's easy to root for but she's also like very flawed yeah so like oh this is interesting but i don't know okay i probably won't watch it but yeah it's whatever (laughs) i'm not a tv person you know, I am not either. And then I got really called out. We had our friends over and we, I forced them. Also, this is the second episode in a row that I'm like talking about Curtis Connor. I forced them to watch that Curtis Connor, the same video that I was talking about. And all his videos are like 20 to 30 minutes long. And like, you know how on YouTube you can see that you've watched it. And I've like watched like literally all of his videos. They're just, I just turn them on. Like they're yeah. just so, it's like candy. It's so easy. And they were like, oh, so you don't watch TV, but you have enough time. He was like, I think you have enough time to watch TV because you've watched all of this dude's videos. And I was just like, 
Okay, but at least you can say it's like, it's for my job. Well, and that's part of, I think it's interesting what he's doing on there. And so it's like, okay, yeah, it's part of it. I think it's on your brand. Great. We love a, I don't know. Oh, did you hear my chest just crack? Yeah, God. Whoa, baby. All right. It's crazy. What causes bones to crack? I heard that it was like air pockets. It's like air. Mm-hmm. Like when you're putting your bone back in the thing, I don't know what it actually is. But like, it's not your bone. I do believe that it's not actually your bone cracking. I think it's more the joint. Oh, I see. So it's like your bone going back in there. <laughs> don't do we're gonna have to edit that out we're gonna, we're gonna have to edit take, that out have a field day with that. um okay do you want to go or do you want me to go why don't you go i feel like you're excited about this topic am i i'm adding too much i'm talking about nero <laughs> okay the roman emperor okay because you sold this really hard on me and i'm i know and now a i'm a little like, underwhelmed oh. what oh my god i thought i just deleted the entire thing I'm trying to make it bigger. Can you just control Z it? You know, I could, but I wanted the dramatic. What's done is done. Um, well, okay. So I, Nero's just, it's just, there's a lot of funny stories about it that I thought you would be entertained by. Ooh, that's probably true. Um, which is why, cause like, to be honest, I didn't look into, I didn't look into any of the history besides the juicy stuff. Ooh, like, I, I don't know juicy. anything about these wars he was in. Nobody cares. I don't care. Whatever. Sorry. Um, and I can also say that this is Lindy. So Lindy. So it's very it's a very Lindy topic. So wait, how wild is it though? Like I obviously war is horrible. Yeah. People die still, and like nobody wants to die. But I feel like dying during one of those like Lindy wars just sounds like the worst i think about that all the time because i am obsessed with world war movies like world war one world war two love them could watch them forever and did you see 1917 yeah did you like it yeah love love and i rewatched it the other day at caleb's uncle's house and they have like a screening room so it's like a theater experience again and i was like ah i love this movie and it's so fucking scary i can't imagine being in war it's so scary but to imagine like hand-to-hand combat war like no thing where you're like getting impaled and it's like you have to run up to someone with a fucking sharp thing and just being like ah and like hoping that is so scary like i'd rather bullets be flying at me than like absolutely (laughs) i would just run away and I think they did actually. I think people ran away a lot. I don't think they talk about that, but I think I it's would true. run and become a forest child. <laughs> like what is that? Lost boys of the uh, <laughs> or just be like K by about. No, that sounds horrible. Or like sword combat sounds horrible. Like you just have a shield and you're like, <laughs> no, thank you. And how do you get people to do that? Yeah, no, it's true. Like, how come people didn't just, like, have, like, an uproar? It must have been, like, a really deep sense of patriotism. Yeah. Or just, like, devotion to your country and, like, a sense of togetherness. And so it's, like, this is your duty. I guess. That's the only way that I can feel like that works. Otherwise, it's, like, why am I sacrificing my life for you? Well, not to talk about war and peace. (laughs) If I go on vacation, I'll bring War and Peace. I'll finally read it. (laughs) 
But there's a really good part of it where the like one of the youngest characters in it, he like goes to war and he sees like the czar of Russia like ride past him and he's like, oh my God, like I love him. Like I love war. Like this is, I believe in this so much. And this is not a spoiler. It happens in the first like 100 pages. And then he actually starts, they like get into battle and he like lunge, like he's on a horse and he's like riding towards the enemy. And as he gets closer, he's like, oh my God, those people want to kill me. Like, holy shit. And so he fucking abandons ship. I mean, I'm with you, he, man. He like falls off his horse and like pretends to be hurt because he's like, I don't want to get killed. Like, I'm what with the you, fuck? man. And it was actually a really liberating to read that because it's so real that's why i love the book so much because there's a lot of stuff like that where you're like that's so real that's what i would do and then also made me so scared about war because it's like yeah that's what it is it's like that person is just like kill you kill him yeah hate it um so i don't like to read about like roman war i don't really care because too bleak for me wait so if you don't like war so much why do you like war movies so much I don't like hand-to-hand combat wars. Like, I don't like 300. I'm not, like, about mm. that. But I like, like, I like, like, because wor- world, the world wars are so interesting, like, history-wise. There's a lot of stuff going on, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, no, I do like war movies. I don't like hand-to-hand combat movies. Got it. Like, okay. I, I hate Braveheart. You couldn't pay me to watch that movie. I'm sorry. I guess I just associate it with my dad so much. So I like it by association. But I couldn't tell you what happens in that movie. I feel like I just watch it with my dad. And that's why, like, this is really controversial. That's why I don't like The Lord of the Rings that much. (gasps) Because I don't like that. I'm sorry. Alex doesn't like Lord of the Rings either. Really? Yeah. Oh. me off. He thinks it's bad. Oh, really? I wouldn't. I think I know it's like really good. But I just like just don't enjoy thing. watching that sort That's of thing. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm not saying, yeah. Anyways, um, but a lot of wars were happening this way when Nero was the emperor. So why don't people name their kids Nero anymore? I should. Well, not a really good name. <laughs> people name their kids like Caesar. There was this kid it's soccer camp when i was in sixth grade his name was caesar i don't remember his last name i don't even know that i knew his last name and i was obsessed i loved caesar i had such a hot crush on caesar caesar's hot and ready <laughs> pizza pizza <laughs> <laughs> Little caesar. my friend's son no brother <laughs> is named julian after like julius caesar Oh, interesting. Which is his parents weird. consciously were like, we want to name this, our kid after Julius Yeah, and then they named my friend Marley after Bob Marley, which is kind of weird. Huh. Interesting. I guess when you're a parent, you can do whatever you want. I really like the name recently. So we've already talked about Petunia, <laughs> which is out, I guess. I do love Penelope, though. She'll go by hey, L, Penelope's which is cute. a cute name. And then Obadiah is my name. No, one. shut up, Zinni. You can call him Obi. Is it a boy? Yeah. Obadiah. <laughs> you call it Obi, like Obi One. I'm so mad. How because- cute is Obi? O B I E. Oh, that's a cute name, but Obadiah is well, annoying. Because Obi is a stupid name as like your only name. Obadiah is like the full name that you call him Obi. Do you know those like those like hip like Tumblr people that were like really into the woods? Yeah. Yeah. But they like, 
I remember when I was on They Tumblr, definitely had like a feather tattoo. Yeah, yeah. And they like had kids that they named like Forest and or like Fern. I'm actually calling out one specific have, family. I'm so sorry. Wait, I have friends named both Fern and well, I guess I'm thinking of Forrest Gump. And like he's not this, my friend. Um, do you remember 1924? Yeah. That guy that we bought the backpacks yeah. from. He's now having a kid and they're naming it Alaska. And I'm just like it's is that really really you don't you don't think you're gonna regret that someday alaska that just by being like a set like aestheticizing your child's name that's what i'm kind of against but also i feel like alaska just sounds like you like closed your eyes and like pointed somewhere and you were like oh alaska that's it yeah i would not but i guess sydney why that's isn't your true. name with a y I don't know. My parents just wanted to make it difficult for people <laughs> to spell like, my name. <laughs> I like it that way. Though. I do too. I do too. Um, I'm really mad because the name that I will name my son, I just learned Quentin Tarantino named to his kid that. And I'm like, fuck, people are going to think I'm calling. Wait, Tarantino. what's his name? Leo. That's cute. Yeah. It's going to be my firstborn. After like Leonardo or is it just going to be Leo? Leo. After Leo Tolstoy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love him. That's fair. He's a That's like fair. a very important force in my life. That's fair. But um, yeah, and it's also weird that Quentin Tarantino named him son Leo because like he always works with Leo DiCaprio, but it's not Leonardo. It's like his wife's grandfather's name. Oh, cute. Yeah, my my mom's dad, my papa, his name was Ildefonso, and I like think it's like such a badass name. Ildefonso. Ildefonso. How do you? spell that it's fine that's that's kind of a cool Uh, name though it's like it feels like really badass like il defonso il defonso defonso what would you what what would be the nickname of that fonzie (gasps) cute cute you should name it that fonzie we're both expecting they'd they'd they'd, i just had my period so it'd be like (laughs) it'd be immaculate conception <laughs> um Could no he went by pawns oh that's cute which is cute okay um what were we talking about I don't nero. Know. nero nero okay so nero he was a roman emperor you didn't want him to come near you hey uh, you otherwise didn't uh, oh <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly so true um this girl just texted me that she dyed her hair the same color as me, and I don't really know if that's like a compliment or if that creeps me out. That that feels weird. That makes it feel like it's like a conscious decision. That feels weird to text you that. Yeah, she was like, oh, I showed the hairdresser a picture of you, and was like, I want my hair that color. Okay. Huh. <laughs> I'm okay. just going to move on from that. Um, okay. So, Nero. Let me say his full name because it's so annoying. Nero Claudius Caesar Augustus Germanicus. I feel like a lot of them had Icus at the end. I wonder What's what that, that means. I don't know. I didn't look it up. But I think it means something. Yeah. Um, I think it means of that person. Actually, I think that's true. Oh, so it's like daily on. Yeah. Or like day. Um, Because that's doesn't matter that's a russian thing too like you know how yeah oh yeah i read the beginning of war and peace and he explains it yeah it's very interesting anyways uh 
He was originally in, I don't care, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> he was originally named Lucius Domitius Ahidabar, okay, whatever. He had another name, and he was the fifth emperor of Rome and the last in the Julio-Claudian dynasty of emperors following his suicide, which actually is kind of a big deal because those are all like the guys that we know and love as the Roman emperors. Mm-hmm. He was like the last one because he fucked it up real bad. That would be, I wonder if that's like so much pressure. Yeah, it did. He killed himself over the pressure <laughs> yikes <laughs> can't get more pressure than that yikes um but yeah it was a lot of pressure so he was adopted by the roman emperor claudius at the age of 13 and succeeded him to the throne at the age of 17 can you imagine being an emperor at age 17 <laughs> actually maybe i'd be good i was kind of good back then i just feel like you don't know things well, I guess, okay, here's the thing. If you're an emperor, because all you know is what your parents taught you. But if you're an emperor, it's not like you're going to get out there and learn the world. Really, you're just going to go based on how your family has previously been ruling. So I feel like it actually, like, yeah, okay, it checks out. And it also is, like, you're not really making all the decisions. Like, you're just kind of a figurehead in a lot of ways. Yeah, except I feel like it would pose an issue because, again, we talked well i guess it wasn't this episode but we talked we've talked about how hormonal you are when you're that age and you just like want to have sex with everything and like that just seems like maybe you shouldn't have that much power when your hormones are that that's so true i feel like it's never worked out well for like young leaders yeah like they just have sex with everyone well he was uh he's famously known for his unrestricted tyranny extravagance religious persecution and debauchery especially underlying debauchery um but the thing is so that's like how he's known in like popular imagination but there's a recent exhibition at the british museum that's about nero where they're like actually people loved him and he was like bernie sanders of rome Hmm. because like the lower classes like were like skyrocks um but the stories that have survived highlight how nutso this guy was and it's super like unhinged very unhinged okay (laughs) so he was born in antium south of rome in ad 37 long ass time ago i can't even wrap my brain around that did i talk about this on this podcast where when what are you on another podcast yeah check it out i don't i should i don't know (laughs) um where I remember when I learned about the Vikings and it was like three numbers. It wasn't like the four numbers that I was used to of dates. It was like, I don't know, the number of Vikings around like 300. I was like, time goes back that far. And now it's like, we've fucking learned about BC. That really blew my mind. <laughs> Simon's been along for that long. But 68 AD or 37 AD, he died in 68 AD. Um, long ass time ago. Long. Well, he didn't even see 69 big big mistake sounds like it was of his own hand though so yeah so he could have he could have um he, when he was two years old his dadder fought his dadder <laughs> did i just say dadder you did <laughs> his father died of endemia do you know what that is i looked it up it's fucking disgusting it's when your body like uh bloats because of fluids an edema yeah yeah, dude, I literally have that. Oh, do you? <laughs> well, he died of it. Oh, good. I don't think mine's that bad. Okay. I mean, it's modern I've never medicine. heard. I've never heard of that being 
the diagnosis though for me it seems like it's always talked about as being a symptom well on this it's but i guess if it's bad that. enough that you're dying that's an issue well also back then like you just like you just, they, they'd just be like oh, take you're the sick. bucket it's time well because i was thinking about did i talk about this i knew recently i had to take care of caleb's cousin who had an acmendectomy and i was like back then you would just die right yeah and like so there's all these people among us who just would be dead because yeah. of something like that craziness oh, totally totally i am not lindy because i believe well lindy they believe in modern medicine anyways uh I recently ditched my Western doctor and I've only been seeing my Eastern doctor. How's it going? Amazing. Really? Yeah. That's I've been feeling hear. so much better. Aww. I started doing cupping and acupuncture. Oh, I saw the one on your back. Yeah. Does it just, so it's like a full on bruise and you just, it goes away. Like it's not a, really like a bruise. I mean, it looks like a bruise, but it's not it's like, it doesn't hurt to the touch. The whole thing is that it's, um, I mean, it's tough because I asked her about it because I was like, oh, a bunch of people like have asked me about it and I don't know how to explain like what's going on. And she was like, well, it depends. Like you get really deep into the theory in Eastern medicine, but because most people don't practice that, it's Western medicine. It stimulates and circulates blood flow, which helps with detoxification. Oh. But on in on the Eastern medicine side, it does do that. But what it's doing is it's pulling the stagnant blood up to the surface, which is why certain ones will be darker than and others will be lighter. Oh, I see. And you're stimulating the meridian and all of your body. She said your body is like a map and there's a bunch of different places where there's maps. So like your back or your tongue or your ear. And it correlates with like certain organs. Oh, interesting. Does that make sense to me logically? Yeah. Great. Well, his dad could have used that because he died. <laughs> um, and then his mother who's quite a character, Agrippina the Younger. Her name's Pina? Agrippina. Oh, I f didn't hear the agar. His mother, Agrippina, married the Emperor Claudius, which was her dad's brother. So her uncle. So her uncle. Um, oh, gosh. So Brother by marriage? No. Oh. Yeah, so she married her uncle. Um, it gets worse than this. So oh, just like, good. okay. Um, I just like, you yeah, know, there's a lot of that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so she, so Nero's stepdad is the Roman emperor. Mm -hmm. And um, she's like, hey, please adopt my son. Because okay. her intentions was like, I want my son to be the next Oh, emperor. so it was like a strategic play. I think so. Because like she it. seems like a very politically savvy lady. I like it. So he, Nero officially... He officially entered public life as an adult in 51 AD at 14 years old. And at 16, he married Claudius's daughter, his stepsister, Claudia Octavia. Is which, this where all of that like weird porn fantasy like sexual fantasies come from of like getting with like getting together with your step sibling probably because they did that wow, a lot. it's lindy it's fucking lindy um so which that would be if that's his mother's uncle so it'd be like his cousin yeah he married his cousin okay so claudius died in 54 ad so this is three years after he's been married Happily married, <laughs> actually not, his, we're going to learn, not niece. happily married to his stepsister for three years and um, until his stepdad died. And many claim that he was poisoned by his wife, Nero's 
mom. So the stepdad is claiming he's poisoned by his wife. Well, he's dead, so he is not claiming, but people are claiming that. Oh, everyone else. (laughs) I was going to ask about the logistics, but... (laughs) So, um... She, and and it's because Agrippina, this like politically savvy lady, was like, he's actually now favoring his natural son, and like he needs to favor my son. So like, like he's starting to because at the time he was favoring her son. So she's like, let's kill him off while well, it's still. But that's not confirmed that that happened. But like they were just killing each other left and right here. That's which crazy. is crazy. Okay. Um, I wonder if it was less egregious since people didn't live as long. And so it was just like people were dying all over the place. So like killing someone was just like, eh, whatever. It must be because you maybe just didn't think about it like that. That's what I'm saying. Like the human life maybe. I mean, you it's could like argue that. more disposable or something? Yeah. I think so. Because there's just a lot of death in this story. So um, one of the most obvious aspects and striking aspects of Nero's early rule. So after Claudius died, Nero becomes the emperor, was that his mother had a big role (laughs) in his ruling life. Mm -hmm. Um, Like gold coins were issued that had both his and her face on it. Just a little... (laughs) Mama's boy. Um, And the title under it said, wife of deified, the deified Claudius, mother of Nero Caesar. And uh, Agrippina is shown placing a crown on Nero's head in this big marble relief and um, is given, like, the praise of the reason for him being the emperor, which is, like, not, which is true. She kind of was. Yeah. Was that common having, like, did the emperor's mothers usually? Yeah, I feel like they were involved in a lot of shit. Okay. So this it's not like she was, like, the first to. Yeah. Okay. I mean, politics after then were so petty. It was, like, so drama. Sorry, my leg's oh, so stiff. I thought you were, like, I was, like, it was. No, I'm, like, <laughs> I am feel like my body is aging. Um, So Agrippina's prominence uh, was huge. But some people are, like, I don't know if it was that big. Um, the thing is, there's no, like, actual record. Because as we're going to learn... Most of the stuff that was written about Nero was written by three, like, historians at the time who were, like, a little dramatic and, like, sleazy mm, okay. and, like, loved the drama. So... They're, like, the tabloids. Very tabloidy. So one of the historians is named Tacticus, and he scorned Nero for being, quote, ruled by a woman. And there was an alleged incest between mother and son. Uh mm. And it was her apparent desperate effort to remain to remain powerful after her husband's death, and because just people just didn't son. give a shit about their family, in the way that they just kill people, they're like, I don't care that you're my mom, like I'm powerful and like fuck you. So she's like, how am I gonna get my son to like, like care actually about me? fuck yeah, you? Yeah, she actually well fuck you. And and first it was like, I don't want him to say fuck you to me, so I'm actually gonna fuck him kind of vibe okay gross um well anyways so there's a quote from one of these historians saying uh from tactus this historian said quote flushed with wine and feasting agrippa presented herself attractively attired to her half intoxicated son and offered him her person so they banged (laughs) that's anybody's game i guess so but then so this happened 
so then four years later, after he's become emperor, he mm-hmm. became involved with another lady named Papia Sabina, and she taunted him for being a mummy's boy. In Wait, quotes. I thought that he was married to his cousin. Yeah, but he's he's having illicit affairs. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. We're talking about people in power, Sydney. I just wanted. To- <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure I'm following correctly. Okay. So, um. Because of that, he was like, no, I'm not. And he's like, I'm going to kill my mom then. (gasps) (laughs) How is that the (laughs) solution? Okay. So he considered poisoning or stabbing her, but felt like that was a little too difficult or suspicious is what this says. So he settled on, after the advice of one of his former tutors, um, building a self-sinking boat. (laughs) Okay. Um, but Agrippina was aware of the plot, but she kind of was like, listen, I'm going to die. <laughs> like, this guy wants to kill me. He's the emperor. Like, I'm going to die. I'll just get on this goddamn boat. So she gets on the boat, um, but, and it starts sinking, but she's able to swim to shore. And uh, it did kill some of the people that were on the boat, of course. But not her. But not her. She okay. swam to shore. Um, and she was met at the shore by a crowd of people that knew her. And they were all like, oh, my God, yay, you survived. Because she was, like, famous. But then um, Nero heard this and was like, shit. <laughs> and so and she knew. She's like, I know that you were killing me. Yeah. Okay. But then he heard about it and was like, God. Was like, it supposed to be a surprise? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I feel like you're supposed to surprise people you're going to kill, right? Well, I wasn't sure if it, it sounds like things are different here and that the emperor, what the emperor says goes. And so I'm just wondering if maybe he was like very open about it. I mean, if he's talking to his tutor about it. Well, she found out about it. So I'm sure they weren't keeping a good secret about it. Yeah. Um. So she swam to shore and survived and he's like, God damn it. So he just sent, sent three assassins to kill her. And three. Three. Because she was a powerful lady. And... As she's being killed, her apparently last words were smite my womb because she wanted the assassins to destroy that part of her body first because that had given birth to, quote, an abominable a son. Oh, man. So like, and lover, apparently. I know. I mean, she was really scorned by this guy. <laughs> Did do you ever watch Game of Thrones? No. Oh, this has strong red wedding vibes to oh, it. I'm sure it does. I mean, it's well, it doesn't, but it does. I can't say anything else because they're like killing sons and lovers. Well, they like stab this woman's stomach, and the, there's like five different angles of just like. <laughs> I don't like. It's like I don't, what? I think you know specifically what I don't like is I don't like stabbing. <laughs> it's too much for me. I don't want to see someone get stabbed. Stabbing to me, yeah, they're. There is something very, like, primally visceral about it's it. It's like, no thank you. Yeah. One time, Alex uh, was working on his car, and he accidentally, like, the drill got stuck in his the car carpet or something, and so it, like, slipped, and it went through his hand. But, Fully? And he came in with it like this, and so I couldn't tell if his mouth was bleeding or it was his hand. I'm so proud of myself for keeping it together, because I wanted to just, like, freak out. It was fully through his hand. He was like, Sydney, I, there's something in my hand. I need you to help me. And it was just like, I got to keep it together. Cause right now I'm the only person, like I am your only hope. Mm -hmm. Everything was fine, but he didn't do any nerve damage. Surprisingly. Stabbing is the worst. Um, 
Would you rather be stabbed or stabbed and lived or get like a arm chopped off by a sword? Well, I guess you could live in both cases or maybe you die. You have the same outcome. What kind of comparison is this? <laughs> They're both being stabbed. No, because I feel like stabbed to me feels like it's like a like really deep. It's through you. It's like in the flesh where I feel like sword is like like chop off. Those to me feel different. I think stabbed. I don't think I'd want a thing to be fully. Yeah, I think I'd also want to be stabbed. I get. I was trying to to emulate your like <laughs> onions versus garlic thing. Not as good. <laughs> Not as good. Would you rather be stabbed and bleed out or sh- shot and bled out? They both kind of seem the sound because it's like the same. You're still getting tortured because you're like bleeding out. And honestly, your body's probably going to go into shock. And at a certain point, you're just going to pass out from loss of blood. So this is a spoiler. So spoiler, 1917 spoiler. But I was so mad when he got stabbed by that French pilot or no, 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 the German German pilot. pilot. I was just like, are you kidding? Like that really? And then I couldn't believe that you would actually die from that, but you definitely would, right? Because yeah. you just got him right in the... No, you know, I was... I agree. I was... I hated that part. It was... Yeah, maybe I'd rather be... I feel like... Well, okay, so I have two different reasonings. I was going to say first shot because then they can be further from me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be up in each other's face. But I think if somebody stabbed me, I would spit in their face. Like I'd say something like really mean that like they think about before they go to bed. Yeah, I definitely would. Yeah, because then you could haunt them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I got stabbed, I would definitely want to give that person PTSD. Absolutely. Like, right? Am I right? Like, yeah. you are going to spend so much money on therapy, and it's not even going to work. So, shouldn't have stabbed me. Thank Sorry. you. Um, so, he killed his mom. Okay. But some more... And she's mo- pissed. She's, she hate She did, did not... She like was that. not. Um, because she fought really hard to be in power. And then he's like, just kidding. Just You're kidding. gonna be dead. Don't need you. But like I said, this whole story is about like what they said back then about him, and then now what we find out in a more modern sense of like what actually happened. Uh-huh. And what they think was that it wasn't just because he was called a mama's boy is why he killed his mom. <laughs> that wasn't the <laughs> was that the senatorial elite of Rome resented her interventions. And they basically were like, you got to get rid of your mom. And like, apparently exiling isn't good enough back then, which I don't think it was because people like mouthed off in exile. And so they're like, you got to just shut them up for good, I guess. Um, That almost feels more in line with her, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, she feels like a very fantastical woman. And I feel like if she was in exile, that feels so just like you fade into obscurity. Like, that actually feels more rude than it's like she went out with a bang. Like, she got killed yeah, there like were three assassins that had to come like yeah every, she had the last word she you died know? how she lived yeah so um and that was a thing in rome uh a lot was that because matricide was like really bad obviously and it's bad now but uh <laughs> thank you for confirming <laughs> that um that happened unfortunately to a lot of inconvenient women was that they were either exiled or killed if they like were too did loud. that happen to inconvenient men as well yeah but like in my head it happened to both yeah but i feel like they were less they were just like get rid of them faster than being mm. like let's talk about this do you know what i mean gotcha gotcha um because augustus who was before nero 
he um, banished his daughter to live in exile on this island. Mm. Which, like, how could you do that? I don't understand. Would he take care of it? Was it a nice island? No, or it's they kind just of a shitty it... island. Oh, shit. So, um, as I said, Nero was married at 15 um, to his stepsister, Claudia Olivia. Uh, no, Claudia Octavia. And at 24, he divorced her, banished her, and ordered her bound and with her wrists slit and had her suffocated in a steam bath. Wouldn't the wrist slitting have been enough? <laughs> Apparently not. He just really he, wanted to. She's just the... slowly bleeding out and then also suffocating from a steam bath. Worst way to go. I feel like that's one of the worst ways to go. And then, not only that, Sydney. Why didn't he, he then... just, Why did he exile her first? Why didn't he just... Like, why layer it all to- on top of each other? Um, Because I think it was just more convenient to just know that they weren't going to bother you anymore and just, like, fucking axe it. Okay. Um, <laughs> And then he uh, asked to receive her decapitated head at court. Why would you want to see that? Is he just job has been done. Is he just like trying to like big dick and be like, I, I can take so. it. I really think so. Like, I just then like I would want to see that. His second wife, who was the one oh, okay, sorry, I was incorrect. The one that called him a mama's boy was his second wife. So he killed his first wife first and then had his second wife who was like, Hey, your mom and he killed his second wife, um, Papia Papia Sabina, by kicking her in the belly while she was pregnant. <gasps> Wouldn't that just kill the baby? This yeah, but I think there like was stabbing in general. Too. <laughs> There's just like stabbing and kicking and like, it was just like... He did it himself? Yeah. Uh, reportedly. <laughs> so then, um, he, obviously, so the, he killed a lot of women in his life. Yeah. But then he also was also really extravagant and uh, flashy he built a huge palace only to have it burned down with the rest of Rome. Do you remember the burning of Rome? Have you heard about this? This yeah. happened during, with Nero. Um, and it they burned down for a week. So the whole city. Not great. Not not good at all. Um, and uh, but he, of course, watched it from a safe distance and uh most of the people that died from the fire were poor so i thought he was like the person of the poor yeah not really though not obviously not really okay um he also was famous for never wearing the same piece of clothing twice um and he sought out sexual thrills like hog snuffling for truffles which i don't even know what that means is that sexual let me look this up. Because I know that you can go like truffle hunting and hogs find them. He did weird shit with pigs, I guess. <laughs> but the best one, this is one of my favorite Nero stories, was he had a favored freeman, Sporus, castrated. So he castrated this freedman, which I think mean? means he used to be a slave and then he became free. Oh, is that is that really? I have a friend whose last name is Friedman. I think that's what it means historically. Interesting. Didn't know that. Um, or like your family was famously slave, enslaved and then you became free. Yeah. How interesting. Um, so he had the Sporus, this Friedman, castrated and then... Become um, a member of the Castrati? 
basically, but then <laughs> Nero married him in a ceremony in which Sporus dressed in the traditional garb of a bride and Nero played the groom. It was like a, like a sexual like a zinger? fantasy situation. Did he have sex with him after? Yeah. And then Nero repeated huh. the ceremony with another one of his freedmen playing the groom. I you say friends. <laughs> <It was> like- <laughs> they kind of were his friends. Um, but the freedmen this time played the groom and Nero played the bride. <laughs> But wasn't the whole thing that the guy was castrated and so that's why he was the... Um, yeah, but this one was just like to get freaky. And then this is the best part, Sydney. The pseudo nuptials were consummated on a couch in full view of the guests at the banquet. How do you perform with that many spectators? Exhibitionists, man. <laughs> wow, okay. Could you imagine like, did you see the death of Stalin? Yes. It's really funny. I had that pause just because I remember I loved it so much and I have not thought about it in such a long time. Oh. It's so funny. It's very funny. But it's it reminds me of there's that scene where they're like all having dinner with him and they're all like having to act like they're having a really good time. <laughs> and I feel like this would happen where like you have to watch the emperor like fuck this guy and you're like <laughs> and he's dressed up as a bride and you're like oh, yeah this is so fun so happy to this be is here such a thank good you so wedding. much for having us <laughs> i wonder do they print that on the invitation like do they tell you that's coming or is i it think if like, you're getting an invite to a nero party you're you like, already know fuck. Oh, my god you know but you have to go otherwise yeah, you're like i'm you. gonna have to get really drunk <laughs> um so he also had um another senator murdered because he was kind of a sad boy and it annoyed him (laughs) this sounds like um i heard the story of the guy who like started wme like the agency Mm -hmm. um like the talent representation agency and that he there was like an assistant that was going pee at the same time as him and he didn't like the way he peed, and so he yelled at him and fired him. Yeah, I'm sure. People are, like, weird about power. So <sighs> fucked up. I hate that. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's also quotes. So the three historians have talked about them a lot, but one of them was Tactus, who said, Nero polluted himself by every lawf- lawful or lawless, lawless indulgence, Cassius Dio, who is another historian, describes Nero sulking incognito through Rome at night while, quote, insulting women. Um, And he also says that he practiced lewdness on boys and beated, wounded, and murdered others. And then Suetonius, who claimed that Nero, having run through the usual roster of vices, invented a perversion of his own at public games that he hosted, in which he would put on an animal skin and, quote, assail with violence the private parts of both men and women while they were bound to stakes. How do you even come up with that? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. That just feels like... It's just, like, so aggressively, like, gross. You're like, yeah, I'm going to do that. Well, I feel like, did you, like, did he see it in a dream? Like, I don't, where did you, <laughs> where'd you come up like, with how, that? It's creative. I don't, I was going to say that seems very like creative, I guess. Well, so we're learning now through like, they're finding like graffiti from like, 
back then that yeah. the Roman public really did love him because he was very theatrical and artistic. So I guess that kind of feeds into, into that. that. Huh. Um, Interesting. He would also, yeah. Did the people volunteer to be on the stakes? No, or like I'm sure they were slaves. Or not. Maybe they were some senators that annoyed him. <laughs> He's like, let's get those guys on a stake. Um, but he did, he was loved by the public because back in Rome, they loved performance. Yeah. And so he would often sing in public. I'm sure he was good. Probably not. People were like, yeah, it's so, you're so good. You should get a record deal. <laughs> um, and uh, he also was a big proponent of public games, which we know the it, Romans loved. It sounds loved. like it. Um, including, this is one of my favorite parts of Nero, in 67 AD, he participated in the Olympics and he bribed the organizers to postpone the games for a year so that he could participate. And uh, he also added artistic competitions to the athletic events and he won every single contest in which he was a competitor. <laughs> Wait, why did he make him postpone it a year? Was he busy? So I think he before? could get a little bit better so it seemed less rigged. <laughs> okay um during the games he sang and played his lyre on stage acted in tragedies and raced chariots he won a 10 horse chariot race despite being thrown from the chariot and leaving the race but he still was declared the winner and he was crowned on the basis that he would have won if he had completed the race (laughs) which i think we all know that's how winners are decided (laughs) oh my gosh okay um but uh, the year after he died, they kind of, they were like, he actually didn't win. Oh, so, like, really? Yeah, after which honestly died, is probably like... the most horrifying thing that could happen to you. Most ominous. <laughs> they are like, like, he actually didn't win. Then. By the way, if you had any doubts, he didn't, that's not what happened. So, but he also, I mean, he was seen by the Roman public as youthful and vigorous because Claudius, the emperor before him, was seen as very frail. And so he like loved to like flaunt himself. It's kind of reminds me of Putin. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, uh, the people back in the day that were writing about him were really dramatic and modern scholars think that it's because of like tropes that were used narratively. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of the things that they said he did were actually parts of like myths, like mm. that were like passed it all kind down. of blended over. Yeah. Um, and he did really try to rebuild housing after the fire. Okay. But they, the like rich people didn't like it because he like was going to tax them to like rebuild. So they were like, fuck you. And that started his downfall a little bit. Um, So he basically, I mean, I'm not going to get into the politics of it. That's basically what happened is like he started just a bunch of like bad shit was happening in Rome. Like mm-hmm. there's really bad inflation. There were all these wars. They weren't doing so hot. And so what do you do to a leader? You just like, it's like, it's all your fault. You fuck yeah. this up. So, um, this, a couple of the people in his leadership committed suicide after they lost this battle in Spain or something. I'm not really getting into the details here, but, um, all these people, like higher up people started falling and renouncing their support of Nero. And he's like, shit, this is like not going well for me. So then uh, the Senate, it got... Did he get remarried? 
Does he no, have a third wife? I don't think After so. After the second one, it was done. No. Okay. He's I'm like, you know, to, I think I should probably give up marriage. I don't I'm think just trying to set the stage in my head. Okay. So um, the guard that protects the emperor, it got so bad that everyone renouncing him that even the guard, like his secret service basically were like, yeah, fuck this guy. So. Um, Seems bad. And then it got to the point where the Senate declared him an enemy of the people. So not great. How many votes do they need to do that? <laughs> Probably like two votes. <laughs> um, so at this time, a courier arrived with a report that the Senate had declared him a public enemy and that it was their intention to execute him by beating him to death. And that already armed men were going to be sent to apprehend him and take him to the Roman Forum where he would that would be public, which would honestly be quite a show. To have your emperor be could you imagine just like the leader of your country just being i mean that happens a lot that happened to mussolini the italians love that uh do you know that no that mussolini was like that's how he died publicly beaten to yeah. death i i mean i guess different times i just couldn't imagine like because obviously just because it's in public doesn't mean that they're silent about it like they're like wailing like yeah pleading for their life and everyone's just like oh yeah just beat him well the sad thing is so this courier arrived i don't know what this guy was doing but he was like listen they're coming to kill you they're coming to kill you and here i was like shit but actually what was happening was that the senate still was reluctant in thinking knowing what they should do with him because he was the last ruler of this like long dynasty that like was famous so they were like we actually don't know if we want to kill him but this fucking courier came and was like yeah they're gonna kill you he like gave him mixed messages so um and by that time the senate had decided that they were gonna try to work out a compromise with these rebelling governors that were like mad at him and try to preserve his life but he didn't know that so <laughs> he in the dramatic way he lived his life the dramatic way he died so um, he prepared himself to commit suicide by pacing up and down, muttering, what an artist dies in me. That was his like what final, his final okay. lines. Um, and as he was about to commit suicide, he was too scared. So he begged one of his companions to set an example by killing himself. <laughs> For him? <laughs> no, no, he wanted the companion to commit suicide so he could, so could kind of see how it works. <laughs> Um, did they do it? I don't know. It just says he begged one of his companions to set an example by killing himself first. I don't know if he actually did, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure he did. So then at the sound of the approaching horseman, um, Nero was forced to face the end, although he still could not f actually bring himself to kill, to kill himself. Uh -huh. So he instead forced his private secretary to stab him. Could you imagine? You're like, wow. I don't want to kill you, man. But also, I feel like if I was his private secretary, he seems like such an asshole that maybe it was like, like oh, I've been waiting honestly, for this. Okay. Glad you asked. Like, don't don't say yeah. say no more. Um, and then when the horseman arrives, that he thought we're about to drag him off, that we're actually about to say like, hey, we're going to try to help you out, which really sucks. Um, he His final words were, too late. This is fidelity. And oh. he died on June 9th, 8068. 
And that's Nero. What a crazy man. I was say he seems like fun at parties, but he doesn't actually. <laughs> He's like, I don't, I don't want to go to his you parties. Like, fuck this castrated man. Like, that's not really. When it heals, what? is there like a little nub or like? Didn't we learn that castrated is only the junk? Well, it's only the balls, right? Yeah. But I'm saying, like, is there like a little like? I wonder how that heals. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't really want to look it up. I feel like I'd get some so scary images. Don't either. But, but that's what makes this is what makes me crack up about like Lindy and people that are obsessed with antiquity because these people were like fucking insane, <laughs> and like he like suffocated his wife through a steam bath. It's like this is the height of culture to you. Like sure, I don't know. Yeah, like definitely, I think there's things that you can take from, <laughs> you know, looking back and being like, oh, this has persisted. But I think there's other things that maybe you know, it's not they were pretty depraved. Thanks That's for sharing. Out. You're welcome. I was definitely, you were right. I enjoyed, I enjoyed hearing about it. Quite the ride. Quite the ride. Quite the ride is I'm ready right. to sit back and hear yours. Well, <laughs> for some reason you saying that made me really not want to say anything. Oh no. I don't know why. I don't know why, but I'm happy to share. I think you're, like I said, I think you're going to like this. Oh great. It's called Pirate Joe's. Have you ever heard of this? No. <laughs> Okay, so Pirate Joe's is owned by none other than Michael Hallett. It's a specialty grocery store in Vancouver. British, why did I pause like that? It's a specialty grocery store in Vancouver, British Columbia, and its inventory consists entirely of store brand products resold from Trader Joe's, which is in the U.S. only. And so it's like this guy basically is in Canada and he's like, oh, everyone loves Trader Joe products, but we can't get them here. So I'm just going to make like oh, a just- knockoff store called pirate joe's oh he just did a bootleg trader joe's yeah okay go off uh so while he was living in san francisco michael hallett became a fan of trader joe's um and trader joe's if you're not familiar i think it's in most states i don't know if it's in all states but it is in most states it's this like grocery brand and they have like a lot of random products so like pretty much i'd say like 99 percent of the products in trader joe's are the grocery store brand i was actually i almost did this did this as a topic but mm-hmm. i thought it was boring but i looked up what trader joe's products are and they are just like they basically buy the products from the like manufacturer and mm-hmm. then just relabel them and that's why it's um like cheaper yeah like a lot of their product like a lot of times if you go to trader joe's like you can get away with a pretty cheap grocery bill yeah um it's because they i guess in a way like cut out the middleman right did you have this impression that when you were growing up though that trader joe's was fancy yes i did too and i don't understand why i think it was because trader joe's was just like it was like a new thing and i feel like they kind of do groceries different you know, like it's like when you go inside, it looks different than a different than another grocery store. They're all like themed, like getaway, I guess. They're like nautical themed. Yeah, yeah. Like there's there's it's a different theming. I feel like it's a different vibe. The people who work there, like the experience is different. And I yeah. think maybe that like, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? That like novelty made it seem. Yeah, I remember fancy. my. I like love Trader Joe's as a kid and my mom's like, we can't afford that lifestyle. And now I travel Trader Joe's and I'm like, it's like way cheaper than like, I'm always surprised 
when I shop at, like, if I have to run by and get something from Ralph's, like, how expensive Ralph's is. Because to yeah. me, I feel like Ralph's is just, like... Like, the grocery store. Like, it's just, like, a generic grocery store yeah. to me. And so I'm always surprised when it's, like, really expensive. Yeah. Yeah, no. In my head, I feel like Trader Joe's was, like, Erewhon growing up. Yeah, and it's definitely not. Yeah. That's um, probably because you can't buy, like, shit in bulk. Right? What do you mean? Like, you can't... At Trader Joe's, they don't sell, like, bulk stuff like they do at other grocery stores. Like, you know how at grocery stores you can buy, like, a like a box of cereal that has, like, three bags in it? No. Oh. Isn't that just Costco? I mean, it is Costco, too. They're just... Their, their packaging is smaller. Than, is it actually? Yeah, I feel like at grocery stores they have, like... But it's, like, bad consumption practices. Like, they just have, like, bigger things. Hmm. It's not that it's cheaper. It just... I feel like... In the American psyche, it feels like it's cheaper because you're getting more. Interesting. Yeah. So the other thing about Trader Joe's is they have like weird products. So like cookie butter or like oh, they have this thing loves. called everything but the bagel seasoning. And it's so good. And it's literally the seasoning that goes on the bagel on like an everything bagel. What yeah. else do they have? That's like, I mean, I've done a lot of this isn't like a plug for my YouTube channel, but I have done a lot of videos on my YouTube channel where I, they have a lot of seasonal items and so i'll just like try all of their seasonal items because like some of them are just wild uh so yeah trader joe's like they it's not just like a grocery store because without that context i feel like you might be like okay well then why don't you just go get like apple yeah. jacks from yeah it's like very specific yes and so trader joe's um yeah has quirky products and after returning after Michael returned to his hometown of Vancouver, he decided to open a store that would resell Trader Joe's products. So in January 2012, Transylvania Trading opened, and once it moved to a new location, he changed the name to Pirate Joe's, which I think is very funny. Um, Hollett would make weekly trips to Trader Joe's in Washington, which wasn't too far, in an unmarked van and purchase bulk products, spending four to $5,000 every trip. How would they not like flag him? They're like, why are you buying all this? I don't know. Maybe he was like, I am the leader of a, a like a youth group or like I own like a summer camp. I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm i surprised too. And But so he bought all this stuff and then he brought the products back to Vancouver. I want to understand like the process. I mean, I guess I know that Alex has like a special license where he can just like go across the border very easily. But I Why feel like does Alex have that. I think it's common up in Washington since you're so close to the Canadian border. Oh, and see. so he like could he has a license that you can like go back and forth. Or he used to. Now he has a California license. But um, enough about Alex's driver's license. So I'm surprised though that he like didn't get stopped at customs. Yeah, and they're like, you know? Why do you have all this Trader Joe shit? Yeah, but I don't know. So he brought the products back and marked them up two to three dollars. So if you think about like how much time he's spending on this and like his rent, this like isn't very profitable. I think he's just like very passionate about sharing the good word of Trader Joe's. But is he, isn't that like not that, like that's not a fan. You're kind of ripping off Trader Joe's, right? I don't know. I guess it depends. I'm curious to hear your assessment at the end of this because okay. I, I can see both sides. So, um, he would make those weekly trips. The store had around a thousand products. Wow. Didn't carry fresh or frozen foods. Um, it was really popular, but Halat said that the store quote, barely made enough money to remain operational because of all its expenses. Um, Trader Joe's found out about pirate Joe's eventually, 
um, and was like, hey, we don't like this. So, um, but it is important to note that Pirate Joe's has spent around $350,000 at Trader Joe's. So like to a certain extent, there's no Trader Joe's in Canada. He is spending all this money at Trader Joe's. It's not like he's like taking their well, products and then getting say. the exact same thing made yeah. and like ripping them off. Like, yeah. I feel like he's like, it's like the same thing. Like as, he's giving them good business. Yeah. 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 Um, so Halat was eventually banned from a ton of, trader joe's locations and they actually even distributed his picture to other locations as a warning um so eventually he would have to travel even further south to locations in seattle and eventually even found himself going down to los angeles for these trips because he had been banned from like so many um and so on one occasion he tried to disguise himself by cross-dressing but it super backfired because someone um, in a nearby drugstore parking lot, thought he was a robber and called the police. Oh my god! <laughs> Why doesn't he just try to tr- franchise a Trader Joe's in Canada? I don't think they're interested. Oh, unfortunately, yeah, I don't think they're interested. Um, but so May 2013, Trader Joe's filed a lawsuit against mm. Halat alleging trademark infringement, unfair competition, false designation of origin, and false advertising. However, I don't think that he, I think like part of it was, it's like Pirate Joe's, like get your Trader Joe's stuff here. Like, I don't think he was trying to act like. Yeah, so I don't understand that. It's like full on, this is Trader Joe's shit. Yeah. I'm just a pirate. Exactly. I don't. It's really good <laughs> branding. Yeah. It definitely wasn't him being like. Like misleading about it. Exactly. Yeah. You're really far from your mic, by the way. Sorry. I'll move it down. No, it's fine. Um, so, yeah, they filed this lawsuit and it claimed that the Pirate Joe's store was arranged too similarly to an actual Trader Joe's. <laughs> and the store's, quote, prominent display of Trader Joe's brand products convey the false impression that the defendant's retail store is affiliated with and or endorsed by Trader Joe's. I feel like that could have been solved by just putting like a sign that says like, not affiliated with trader joe's yeah like i don't know trader joe's just like i feel like they play this like really clean image and this was like i don't know you're just like bothering this man well because on a lot of like cartons like it says like not for individual resale which like that's what you're doing carton what's the like just in general like food cartons always have that have you seen that yeah but what's that law i don't know i feel like i see that on like so i'm thinking of you know the seaweed things Mm -hmm. that on the individual so it comes in packs of six on the individual ones it says not for resale individual resale so then if you sell the pack of six is that still not allowed bless you bless you bless you excuse me i don't know i mean i just like what does that law mean not like, for- why is that illegal? I guess now I'm like, why is that illegal? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And neither did Trader Joe's because... Oh, wait one second. Um, I'm skipping ahead. So um, they sue this guy. And then they submit an application for a trademark on its name in Canada in 2010. But as of 2013, it, still, it hadn't been granted. And as of now, it's still US only. I, to be honest, didn't care enough to go through like the Canadian trademark office and see if there was a Trader Joe's trademark. So just like use your, I don't know. You can do that if you want. This is like really breaking my brain right now because I'm like, that is like, 
it's so like cut and dry that it like doesn't make sense to me because it is so cut and dry because it's like why is it cut and dry because okay like counterfeit like designer clothes are like cheaply made impersonations of like actual designer stuff yes and like using the brand to sell something that isn't it's like fault it's a false bill of what is it it's a it's a counterfeit it's a counterfeit literally so that makes sense to me because i'm like okay you're you're using someone else's brand to profit off something that isn't actually real Uh uh-huh and then to like obviously steal stuff like soprano style where you like bump off like a bunch of product and then sell it so you're obviously making a profit but like this guy like is actually buying the stuff from trader joe's so like i guess that is not illegal because it's not like yeah. he's stealing it from them or totally. like using their branding to pretend to like you know what i mean no totally i mean it'd be like, the same thing as like if you buy something and sell it on ebay yeah it's just that's i guess because of the mass amount of qu- like the quantity of it well it's interesting because they're calling out trademark infringement unfair competition false designation of origin and false advertising and so it doesn't to me that doesn't really sound like the issue is like oh you're taking our stuff i mean obviously that is what's bothering them but like legally that's not what they're going after they're not going after the resale of goods they're going after trademark infringement i guess unfair competition i don't know what the legalities behind that is but i guess why is it illegal to resell i know that it is but i don't understand why it's not that's what i'm saying it's not trader joe's just didn't like it and so that's why the lawsuit that they filed doesn't say anything about the legalities of reselling it says it's about the legalities of trademark infringement unfair competition false designation of origin and false advertising and they said that the store was arranged too similarly like i think off the bat that just feels like it's like well they're they're you're reaching yeah yeah so weird um and so Hala said fuck you guys and just kept doing his store and he hired new staff members to purchase inventory because he believed he was legally able to sell the products he bought which is kind of what we just talked about but also like why wouldn't you just do that in the first place instead of like drive down to los angeles that has to be a tremendous waste of time yeah it's like why yeah don't you have employees i thought that exact same thing task rabbit dude yeah come on so after the lawsuit was filed, he started marketing the shop as, quote, unauthorized, unaffiliated, and unfair, and modified the store's window sign to read irate Joe's. <laughs> Get it? Because pirate is P-I-R-A-T. Yeah. So he just got rid of the P. That's so cute. <laughs> I think he's cheeky. Aww, I like it. Yeah. Um. So intellectual property lawyer greg owen argued that trader joe's had no chance of winning the lawsuit unless the store was located in the u.s or the lawsuit was filed in canada yeah they filed the lawsuit in washington because they aren't a canadian company and have literally no footprint in canada aside from pirate joe's so um the the lawyer noted the company was quote certainly benefiting from halat purchasing the products law professors I'm so sorry, law professors. Uh, Cal Rustiala and Chris Sprigman also believe that TJ's attempt to sue its, quote, best customer would be unsuccessful. And ultimately, in October 2013, Judge Marsha Peckman dismissed the case, ruling that Trader Joe's didn't provide sufficient evidence of any economic harm caused by the operation and that Halat couldn't be held liable under the Lonham Act 
which deals with trademark infringements because it didn't happen in the U.S. Yeah, fuck you. So that was in 2013. Okay. The store is still going on. And in August 2016, the dismissal was overturned by the ninth u.s circuit court of appeals which sent the case back to court and ultimately june 8th 2017 pirate joe's announced it was closing its doors because the ongoing lawsuit was just too expensive damn i mean that's probably yeah they're gonna get him not yeah. that they would ever actually get something in court but just by like stealing the sh- i hate that about our legal system it's, yeah i mean I our legal system is so like it's just about money. I'm not here for it. It's my experience with it was trauma that actually, yeah, you know, from the psychological definition of traumatizing. Well, it's just like if you have the most money you and you're the big guy, you can always crush the little guy. But also there's, a, I think, a flip side of things, which I don't know that I'm like as angered about, but where it's like you can just sue anybody for anything. And so like sometimes people will just sue big companies because it's easy, like it going to court is so expensive it's actually more cost beneficial for the big company just to pay them out like a couple hundred grand yeah versus like go through the actual litigation and pay all the lawyers and spend more money to prove that they're right good thing is it what that you can sue anybody yeah no i don't think so oh i thought you were saying that was a good thing no no no. i was saying the company could be so shitty and like not change any of its practices because anytime someone sued them, they would just pay them off and they could continue doing business as usual. Totally. But I'm saying there's another side of that, which is people taking advantage of companies yeah. paying them off because suing somebody is so expensive that it makes more sense for them just to pay somebody a couple hundred grand than spend a million dollars in legal fees just to prove that they're right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my that's my topic. Do you know, that's funny, A. <laughs> I, but my thing is like, that's such a, it's such a weird, that's such a weird thought experiment in oh, some totally. ways. Because yeah. it's like, you don't have a Trader Joe's in Canada and yeah. he's like buying a ton of your product. So and like, there's like no intention to why do you bring care? it. Yeah. Because he's making like a minimal profit off of it. Yeah. I think that's the other thing is like, he's not even making a ton of money. Like he's like, it literally just sounds like it's like something this guy likes to do. Just like the optics of it. They just don't yeah. like. That's weird. But then from their perspective, because I feel like I spent a lot of time defending his side of things. I do get that it's like if you didn't know that it wasn't Trader Joe, like you wouldn't. There's no quality control for his stuff. And so it's like maybe they don't want the public perception to be like, oh, I bought this thing from Pirate that's Joe's so and like yeah. it tasted so bad or like I got really sick or whatever. That's true. And then they associate it with Trader Joe's and they're like, well, we have no quality. We can't do that. Yeah, you don't However, want any liability. That just feels more like an unfortunate thing that you need to get over and not really something you can sue somebody about or be like, you must close down shop, you know? Because I think I could just, I go back to the, um, to the eBay thing. Yeah. Where it's like people buy products and resell them on eBay all the time. Yeah. That's capitalism, man. I mean, yeah, I guess it is. <laughs> Competition. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, but that is like like a ticket poachers. Like that's illegal. But why is it illegal? Because they actually did buy the tickets. They didn't sell the tickets. 
is it unfair a lot of times ticket poachers will um like the legalities i did all of this i used to know so much about this because with the um with the new there was a new generation of consoles that came out and they're poach like poachers and people using bots to buy them all up uh was a really big issue and so i knew it's something like in the uk well oh i'm gonna get this so wrong it's okay but basically the legal thing is if it's bought with bots then that is illegal because bots are super super easy to program and super super common like unfair consumption or something yeah interesting and so it's like you're doing something illegal to acquire the tickets that you're selling you're not buying them yeah but then it's like so we're policing like the ethics of like purchasing that's interesting but I don't think it's ethics. I think it's like you're literally breaking something. You're hacking into something in order to. I see. Because like like bots, like it's not fair at all. Like I remember like with sneakers, for example, there's like bots where like as soon as it goes, maybe even before it goes live, they go into the code and they basically search for product names and then already purchase all the inventory before it's even gone live or like the second it goes live. I see. Yeah. And so it's like, okay, no normal person is going to move that fast. Well, and it's like if a store is having a Black Friday sale, it would be like if someone broke into the store beforehand and bought them all. Yeah. Because yeah. you also, you want you want customers to go to you because then they also buy other stuff while they're there. Kind of vibe, right? Oh, I guess, yeah. That's definitely another part of it. Okay. Consumption, man. Consumption, baby. I haven't gone to Trader Joe's in a hot minute. I kind of overdid it during the pandemic. Oh, I so I got tired of their food. I started getting really. I used to eat a ton of Trader Joe's, like the pre-made salads, baby. All so into my that. entire diet. So into that. Actually, now I'm wondering, like, why don't I do that more? Like, <laughs> I should just keep too. them around. They're so good. Um, no, I started. I started going to the farmers market and like getting really picky about where my food comes from. Mm-hmm. So I stopped shopping at Trader Joe's. I ate one of their, one of my favorite Trader Joe's things is their truffle pizza. Have you ever had it? No. So good. It's like, tru- it's truffle pizza. That, okay, so that kind of stuff doesn't make sense to me because truffle is really, really expensive. And so like, I don't want to say like clearly it's not real truffle, but I'm just kind of like perplexed. And so I, I don't understand. Maybe That's like truffle an, fries. A for new example. way to find truffle. I don't think so. I think it's just like manufactured probably one well, of it made me feel really sick and so i was like fuck trader joe i was like i'm not eating this anymore yeah, makes but, sense but do you know what you shouldn't you should eat is more of our podcast please consume please more consume of our uh we have a video podcast shut up keep going on youtube youtube.com slash shut up keep going uh you can also find us on instagram we post image guides every episode shut up keep going all in word you guessed it and new episodes every friday okay and then some quick news is that kate and i you know it's summer it's we're traveling we're doing things and because of that um we won't have an upcoming episode we'll need a few weeks to a week or two to get situated so that we can figure out the recording when we're not both in the same place so keep an eye tuned to our instagram page because we'll definitely keep you all updated there on when the next episode will be coming out but don't worry we're not like consciously taking a break or anything like that we will be back soon as in in the next couple of weeks so that's that hot girl summer hey oh bye-bye